everyone. So this is the Justice and Doom movie reviews now streaming. Our streaming section. So if you've been wanting to see a movie and you didn't want to go see it in theaters or you just want a good movie to watch on a day off of work, listen to this segment (laughs) and then go fuck yourself. (laughs) Well, no, we got Wait, a couple why? cool movies, uh, both in the horror genre. One is uh, based on the comic book of the same name, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Bet you didn't know Jane Austen was uh, dealing with zombies. Was a original Walking Dead fan. Yeah. And uh, The Forest, starring Marjorie from uh, Natalie, Game of Thrones, Natalie, Natalie Dormer. Dormer, 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 Dormer. So uh, let's talk Pride and Prejudice and Zombies first. Yeah, sure. It uh, stars Lily James and Sam Ryan. Riley as Darcy and uh, Jack Houston plays the Wickham character and Jack Houston happens to be the grandson of the great director John Houston great grandson of Walter Houston nephew of Angelica Houston he's like Hollywood he's legacy. a Houston family he's a and Hollywood Danny legacy Houston, yep. the guy that we saw at Virgin Airlines yep totally like a uh, uh, legacy Houston family that's cool and um, it's a good cast. It's a very ambitious story. Uh, it's literally Pride and Prejudice, but, but there's a comic book with written. zombies. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's the same guy that did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Uh, who wrote it? Correct. Who wrote it? And uh, uh, Sam Seth Graham Smith. Seth Graham Smith. Yes, and yeah. it's uh, directed by a guy named Burr Steers. So that's kind of his like genre of mixing classic literature with horror themes yeah. or something you know which is kind of a cool it's cool in theory i haven't read the whole comic book it's pretty cool they have a graphic novel and a novel so there's a novel version of pride mm-hmm. and prejudice and zombies uh the movie itself was yeah, okay it was fun. Yeah. yeah it was fun it was fun it kind of disappeared from theaters we had heard about it we talked about it yeah. and it came out and it went and we didn't realize that it was like still around until we saw it streaming on Amazon and we were like, we should watch this. So we yeah, did. it came and went big time in theaters. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. I mean, I, in the zombie time right now, you think it would have capitalized on the whole zombie rush. Yeah. Zombie mania. But. I don't know why it didn't. Cause it's way better. It's not a movie that should have just been shelved. I mean, it's pretty fun and it kind of fizzles. It's like, it starts out strong and they literally go by the book as an Austin fan. I can tell you like, and I don't know that traditional Austin fans, unless you're literally zombie fans will like it too. But for someone like me, who's an Austin fan and, and a big zombie, zombie fan, fan, you're like, they made this movie for <laughs> they you. Made this movie for me. That's pretty funny. Like that's a pretty niche group of people. <laughs> like I, I've not read any Jane Austen. I've seen all of the stupid movies, but the bad writing from the crummy author named Jane Austen. Hey, ah! no, no, I don't even up. know what I'm talking about. But they li- it's Lizzie, you know, it's her character, her sisters, the father, the family, everybody's, oh, and uh, Charles Dance plays uh, her father yeah. in it from Game of Thrones, and that guy gets around. And He's Lena Headey's in it Oh, yeah, she plays, um, la- she plays Lady Catherine de Berg, who's the villain kind of but she sort of plays like a kick-asser in this yeah you know? she's like she's not the villain she's just sort she's of like a hard ass yeah first, a little yeah. at first yeah and the only i didn't love the darcy but then again after colin firth it's hard to really love anybody who plays darcy um but yeah. this guy I, he, I can't say he was a great darcy but he's like a darcy who also has to fight zombies and be like a badass killer too yeah he's kind of like a like a marshal, like a zombie marshal. 
Yeah, because he co- it starts out with him going into investigating, this, investigating, and he it opens like a jar of flies, yeah, like bot flies or something. <laughs> and he's like, the flies are good at spotting out dead flesh, right? So they're just like buzzing around this poker game, and then they're like, everyone's waiting for them to like, where are they going to rest on? Yeah, you know, because that person is bitten, right? And then it does, and he like cuts the f- guy's fucking head off. Yeah, like, that, it's it, pretty gory. It's gory. It's not like over the top gory. I think it's PG thirteen. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. it is. But there, yeah, it's sort of like implied gore, and then some pretty some cool violence. Like yeah. when when they shoot a zombie in the head, the head just explodes, right. which I'm sure was a sort of tactic to keep it PG thirteen because there's no like bloody head wound; it's just missing. True. Like that's something I really noticed where it's like a headshot, and there's some funny headshots where. Yeah. And the zombie lore in this is different because they know they're zombies, right? And they can talk, and they still know who they are. And I kind of. Have, I thought that I'd be more offended by that, but I'm not. Like no, in that world, it kind of works. It works in the this mashup of this world. Well, because yeah. it almost seems just like a disease. Like they're really sick and they crave human flesh. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, hello!" And like they turn their head and it's all like fucking right. mashed up. You know, <laughs> it is kind of scarier. I kind of liked it. Yeah, in moments and they set up like traps. Remember, there's that one woman that has her oh with the stage coat. Yeah, it tipped yeah. over and like help me, help me. And then she comes out and she's all zombified and she's yeah. like, "Hey there, Susie." And she's like. <laughs> Oh, you know, just try to find some braids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> then it's just like headshot. Well, and all the uh, the the uh, Lizzie and her sisters are all trained for combat. Yeah, and that's from the book where it became fashionable to send your children to like Japan and China to learn the ways of martial arts. Right. It's like a part of the sort of aristocracy of England is to send your kids off to learn martial arts. And they go to China and we find out that like some higher brow people go to Japan. Japan yeah. Um, so it was like a point of contention guide. It was yeah. funny. Yeah. And she speak and they speak Japanese and she speaks Mandarin. Yeah. Fluently. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, there's a lot of humor in this it's definitely funny it's kind of cool yeah it's kind of a cool idea lily james uh is she was cinderella last summer she is she was on downton abbey she played rose on downton abbey she's she's in a lot of stuff right now and she's she's pretty effective in the role as lizzie bennett i have to say as an ass-kicking lizzie bennett yeah absolutely because you have to take it with that like you really do have to be an this weird niche fan yeah kind of of. the two because i found myself as we were going on constantly going that dialogue's right out of the book oh that's exactly what happened yeah you said that a few times and i that you sort of like find that fun that they're really using the source material but then also weaving in this whole zombie story where it started to kind of go south was wickham who as fans of the book will know is the cad uh, and essentially the bad guy, he turns out to be like the really bad guy in this story. Yeah. And it 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 sort of starts to slowly fizzle. It's it almost does. like they don't know where to go with or, it. Or how to end it. Yeah. Yeah, because the beginning is cool and it really sets up this like believable world of zombies mixed in with high society England. Right. And, and, the, and the opening credits are really cool because it's all like sort of cut out puppets yeah and they're telling the story of like paper paper puppets and they're showing how it sort of spread through england and the colonies and stuff like that and it uh you know all the different like powdered wig guys with zombies right like, zombified and stuff it's really cool and then yeah by like the third act you're kind of like oh that's what's happening yeah and there was no like big f- sort of finale they just sort of escape and then it ends with like 
We're not dead, actually. Here we come. Here we come. So, like, they're going to make weird, a sequel, but nobody saw it, so I don't know if... Yeah, I doubt they're going to make a sequel. And, like, the ending was pretty not very satisfying, I have no, to say. No, it was not satisfying. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, okay. Well, you had me for a little while. Yeah, and then they just sort of dropped it. It was like, you had me, you had me, you had me, and now you're letting it go. Well, yeah, because they introduced this whole, like, four horsemen thing, and we never, like, really get any insight on them. That was really weird. Yeah, we never even hear them speak, or we don't hear how they're players in yeah. the apocalypse we just sort of these like and they're for these four guys in top hats and trench coats and right. it looks cool like four jack the rippers or something yeah 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 but they don't do anything like and yeah. they introduce them in the beginning like a vision and then you're like okay these guys are gonna play like a big part in the story and there's a painting of them in lena hetty's house and they like explain them again oh so right I'm like, oh yeah these guys are gonna like, fucking kick some ass or something and then by the time you get to the third act and like the big like finale fight scene like they're where are these guys yeah. where'd they go why are they not in them i wanted to see these it's like, like it was cut out yeah i feel like it might have been it's edited like a scene out cut out or something because i was waiting on those guys to come in and like have some crazy fight sequence where right. the, the the sisters are fighting the four horsemen together and they have to fight as a team and shit because they're all badass and lily's leading the charge and then darcy has to be saved or right. some fucking thing like that and there's this antichrist character and this whole thing and it didn't really go anywhere with all no. of this stuff that they introduced and they also abandon the source material as well i mean because they yeah, really stuck to the source material and weaved and that was what was so clever about it and i i haven't read this comic so i can't tell you whether it really whether they dragged it really off the pages to this or not but they started with really working on the source material weaving it around and then they just kind of abandoned it and so and i think that's part of the problem right what was really cool about it was the way they incorporated that and the way it really worked in a funny way Mm-hmm. And because it's so absurd, but it yeah. really it kind of works. It's funny. Well, that's what makes it funny. Is like, what are two of the most unalike things? Zombies and Jane Austen. Yeah, you know? let's put those together. So that 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 idea is funny. The title is funny. Right. Pride and Prejudice and zombies (laughs) like that alone it's funny it's a funny idea but i don't know yeah it's sort of like fizzled it started strong and then sort of fizzled and there's sort of as the movie went on there was like less and less zombie action right and so to where it's just sort of meeting and sharing dialogue from a book that most people that are fans of zombies haven't read right right that's true so other than me other than you you're Um, the only one that read the book (laughs) (laughs) you're the only one that did the i don't believe i'm the only only Jane Austen and zombie fan out there. No, probably not. But I'd still give it like a seven, maybe a six point eight. Yeah, Something I say like that's that. good. Six point eight. Yeah, seven, seven because we, we do have numbers on the Justice and Doom meter. Yeah, why do we do that? Because uh, <laughs> we're not Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, we yeah. have it on a scale of characters or whatever. Fucking tomatoes. <laughs> I won't doom it. I'll definitely not doom it, but I'm not going to give it a high justice score. But no, I give it, it a little one. justice. Yeah, yeah, low justice. Low justice. You get low justice. So The Forest, we also watched. It's also kind of like a thriller horror film. It's more like thriller than horror. Yeah, it's more thriller. It's like one of those sort of PG-13 horror movies where it's not horror, but there's some jump scares and some sort of disturbing imagery and like scary ghosts yep. and stuff. Kind of like The Grudge or The Ring Yeah, because it's Japanese, set in Japan. It's set in Japan, based on a real place, by the way, which is like the suicide forest of mm-hmm. Japan. And someone probably 
probably saw the same fucking documentary I saw uh, a while back about the real forest where really like sad Japanese people go and kill themselves. That's sad. Yeah, it's intense. Japanese people are fucking intense, man. Yeah. And they go out and they bring a tent, some of them, if they're not sure, and some of them hang themselves or just die of starvation. I don't know. Or they leave and they go, life isn't that bad. I'm going to live. Right. And so they wrote a movie about... Natalie Dormer, who is also a twin, and her twin goes missing in Japan Mm -hmm. in the forest. Right. So she has her twin senses tingle, and she has to get out to Japan (laughs) and find her twin sister before there's some really twinning stuff that happens. Yeah. Twin, twin. And uh, Gaga's boy's in it. Gaga's whipping boy. What's his name? Taylor Crinney. Yeah, he's plays like this journalist who sort of befriends her and you don't really know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Well, at first you're like, okay, he's helping her out. And then like uh, there's a turn where she's, you think he, something happens where it's like, you knew my sister, didn't you? you I think were out she, here. That, she, there weren't really pictures though. I think it was her inner mind. Well, because they had a guide who's like, you shouldn't go. And she's like, why shouldn't I go? He's like, because you're sad. Like I could tell you're sad. And then the, the forest will like, play with you yeah. if you're already like sad or if you're already like weak-minded. Well, and there's this backstory of how when they were little girls, their parents, their father shot their mother and then shot himself. Yeah, murder, and the suicide. one sister who's gone missing looked and saw it. And she didn't. And she didn't. The Nellie Dormer, the her character, she didn't. Well, she plays both parts. Yeah, she plays both but, parts. But um, she... You're following the one sister named Sarah the whole way to find the other sister, Jessie, who they differentiate by hair Eyeliner. Dye. And yeah, yeah, hair dye and <laughs> Dark eyeshadow. hair versus blonde hair. Yeah, like I saw the bodies. Silly, I didn't see the bodies. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's, I mean, I have to say, I mean, at first I had a little hard time getting into it. Me too. I was sort of like half paying attention. But once they're in the forest and she's looking for her sister and there's these sort of like apparitions and and then the twist of like, you don't know what side that guy's on. And you, you really don't, too. And you don't know if it's all in her head. Yeah. And which is weird because this movie got 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. and Oh, it's way better than that. Way better. Like this is as far as like, you know, we do these, this is our streaming review portion and I would, I'd say go, especially watch it on Netflix. Yeah. But if you were to rent it for three bucks on Amazon, you're going to get your money's worth for yeah. it. And it's short. So now it's 90 minutes, which I like for a movie yep, like this. Absolutely. Like I would dislike this movie more if it was two hours and it's the same fucking story of being lost in the forest. That would have pissed me off. But the length of it. And the sort of twist of it. Mm-hmm. And then she's out with him and she just starts to not trust him. And she thinks that he's the one that like either killed his sister, her sister, or like has her locked right. up somewhere. And you don't know. You're you don't not, know. You don't know what the answer is. And that's where they really hook you in with that. And it's kind of scary. It's got that creepy, scary Japanese thing, like like the grudge, like, you know, the, like the, the ring, the original and ring. And the ring. And what's that other one? There's a few of them. But yeah. there's, a, you know, a couple like mainstream ones. But regardless, yeah, I got to say, I like this. I liked it as a sort of short to the point thriller movie. Yeah. Uh, don't expect a lot. No. You know, but I can't say it deserves 10%. No, I would give it a seven also. I'd give it a seven. I kind of, to be honest, for this movie sort of staying consistent, I liked it more than Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Because Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is like more of an original idea, but I feel like it was too lofty of a story. They didn't follow through. Whereas This this, was a better 
film end to end. End to end. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And it was, you sort of like eat your popcorn and watch the movie and fucking Bob's your uncle. Thriller. The Forest. You did it. Cool. You so, know what I mean? I think we have to adjust our ratings then. Why? Well, if we're giving Pride and Prejudice and Zombie a seven, we're giving this a seven, but we're saying The Forest is better movie. Well, that's what we said, 6.8, but we don't do that. <laughs> so I give Pride and Prejudice and Zombie six and a half. Yeah, and give this a seven. Yeah. Because I can't give this more than a seven on our scale, but... Not really. I think I would give it a seven for sure. Yeah, for sure. I give it a seven, and I give Stupid Pride and Prejudice and Zombies a stupid 6.5. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's fair. Yeah, it kind of fizzled out. It kind of lost me at the end. It did. True. Although I still would recommend checking it out if you're checking it out for streaming. Yeah, zombies. Yeah, fan of zombies for sure, and for free. And if you're free, for once it's free, just watch it. Who cares? What are you losing? Nothing. So six point five for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and seven for The Forest. Both now streaming on Amazon. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that was that. That's, that's that. That's what that was. And uh, yeah, we've got uh, some more movies. I mean, we've got The Conjuring 2 coming up, which we'll be reviewing. Yeah, Conjuring 2 as far as horror. We've got The Legend of Tarzan, which looks interesting, actually. That it's looks pretty interesting. They always kind of fuck up Tarzan. Live yeah. Live action. Hopefully this one delivers. Christoph Waltz and Skarsgård and so, yeah. what's, his, what's her name? It plays Jane. I can't uh, remember. Margot Robbie. Is that Margot Robbie? Yeah, it's Margot Robbie. She's got a lot of stuff going on. She's kicking ass. Yeah, she's got Suicide Squad, which we're very excited to see. Yeah, finally. I really want to see that movie. Yeah. Really excited to see Suicide Squad. Yeah, so stay tuned. We'll have, and we'll have more streaming reviews as well. And Finding Dory. Oh, yeah, Finding Dory. Finding Dory's coming out. That one's going to be fun to review. Yeah, I hope it's good. I didn't really like. well, I liked Inside Out, but I didn't love it. Yeah. Hopefully, and this is a sequel. I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be have the same magic as Finding Nemo. It's hard to get the that same magic. Pixar magic. It's that been like they, ten years too. I think more. Has it? Yeah. At least ten. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so there's some stuff coming up there's this summer stuff still. Coming up still. It's only the beginning of June. Yeah. What? Oh, Independence Day, man. Uh, the Born, the new Born movie. Oh yeah, the new Born. Yep. Yeah. 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 We're most excited for Suicide Squad, we have to Personally, say. Personally, I am. Yeah. Even though I'm kind of losing steam on superhero movies pretty quick. This one looks different. Different. That's what I think, yeah. too. I'm really holding out that this will be a different vibe and a different feel and not just some fucking superhero movie. There's, I didn't get the vibe from the previews. Yeah. No, not at all. There's a couple other indie films that uh, uh, I really hope we're going to review. Um, one is called older than Ireland. It's a documentary. It's by Irish filmmaker. It's literally like hundred year old Irish people and they interview them and it looks hilarious. Yeah. I want to see that. And then Taika Waikiki who did what we do in the shadows. Yeah. His new film is coming out and I just saw the trailer for that. And I had, and it was a big Sundance film and, oh yeah. It premiered um, at Sundance. It I remember at that. Sundance. It got a lot of buzz at Sundance and, um, uh, it's called The Hunt for Wilder People. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that too. That's going to be- The Hunt for Wilder People. Yeah. yeah, I'd watch that. That guy's funny. He's, you know that he's actually directing the new, the third Thor, Thor movie yeah. too. And you know the Hulk is going to be a major part in that movie now? 
That yeah, he's listed in it. Yeah, he's like, and it's like it's like basically Thor and Hulk, the two guys left out of Captain yeah. America. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm real. This guy's is really an interesting filmmaker. If you didn't see What to Do in the Shadows, we did we did review it and what we what do. we do in the shadows. It's what a, to do in the shadows? <laughs> it's what about do? it's a docu it's a mockumentary about vampires, and it's uh, Taika Waititi, and he's in, he's from New Zealand. He's hilarious. He's awesome. He's one of the He's, lead characters in what we do in the shadows. Yeah, he was nominated for a, a short film um, called Two Cars One Night. And uh, he's he won a bunch of stuff. He won AFI Fest Award. He's he's a very he's one to watch. One to watch. And you can. Yeah. And then you can. And then go you can. And you yeah. can see what uh, we do in the shadows on Netflix right now and on HBO Go and also stream it on Amazon. Yep. And then, of course, we'll have our next episode of Walking Dead coming up yep. tomorrow. Or no, Walking Dead. Oh, don't Game get of them Thrones. excited. It's not Game till October. We have uh, We Top Thrones coming up. Uh, coming up. Uh, we'll be doing that tonight, and you can catch the recap this week. Right. That's what I meant. So uh, that's it for us, jerks. All right, you jerks. Keep jerking in the in the free world. See ya. 